Our score at the end of two periods here at Lowell, here in uh, in Lowell at the Songa Center, it is one to one between Merrimack and UMass Lowell. Second intermission is brought to you by Palmer's Restaurant of Andover. With great food, drink, and service, Palmer's is the place to be for your pregame meal and your postgame celebration. Our guest here for the second intermission is Pete Soros. He's the director of public relations for Hockey East. And boy, Pete, I got to tell you, you know that a game is a big game in Hockey East when both yourself and Julie Robenheimer are in the house, and uh, that is the case tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's great to be here. Uh, you know, this is one of the games that I had circled to come to this weekend. Um, you know, both teams are playing well. I was a little surprised at the score last night. I thought it would be a little bit of a closer game. Um, but obviously, the crowd tonight tells you how important of a game this is. And, uh, you know, great to see, you know, both programs where they're at right now. Yeah, this would be, if I'm right, it would be the first time ever that if, if both clubs were to get home ice, that both Merrimack and Lowell, both programs from the Merrimack Valley had home ice in the Hockey Easter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice to see, at least from the league perspective, not the same four teams hosting all the time um, and then you know for a couple years there we we had that so um, you know I'm really ha- I'm very happy for Lowell just talking to some of the people in the uh, support staff and administration that uh, to come so far from last year I mean the uh, the atmosphere in here is so much different um, and obviously you guys uh, Merrimack experienced that a couple years ago as well so uh, it seems like they're going through a renaissance which is you know uh, it's great to see because uh, you know having a new coach and getting used to the new players and things like that is not an easy thing. I mean, I've thought for a while that one of the strengths of the league, and, and it, it, you know, there's always the talk about what's the strongest league in the country and so on. But I've always thought that one of the strengths is that uh, you got 10 programs in the league right now, and there's going to be 11 with the addition of Notre Dame. But 11 programs in the league that no, nobody's trying, nobody's just happy with their situation. And, you know, happy to sit, sit. You know, like you said, during the time that that those four schools were dominating the the, the home ice positions, as it were. Everybody else is, is working hard and trying to get there, I guess. And, and you see that Merrimack has been able to get there the last couple of years. Lowell working hard this year. I mean, Providence, I thought, has been improved much of the year. I know they've had some injuries lately. Uh, you know, Northeastern's had, had some good some good play at times. I know that they've been up and down, but they've still been undermanned. But overall, I mean, you look top to bottom, and I mean, I, I just have the feeling that everybody in the league's committed to the sport. Yeah, I mean, you, you look around the league, um, obviously Nate Lehman getting hired at Providence and Norm being hired at Lowell. You know, those are two of the better free agent coaches from this past offseason. And, you know, I think when you go to a game around the league, you can you, you realize the, their commitment to winning and, you know, putting um, not only a good team on the ice, but mentoring the players and having them do things in the community. And it's not just a, a one-faceted situation, you know what I mean? They're, they try to uh, be good in all facets. That's obviously academics as well. So, um, you know, the league is really even right now. I mean, you see UMass last night put up 51 shots on UNH. Um, you know, you see Northeastern beat Maine at home, which is a huge win for them. Um, you know, there seems to be clusters right now. You know, you have the top three, and then the kind of mid four, and then, and then kind of the bottom three. So, I mean, right now it's just every point, you know, every inch, every battle is just magnified that much more. Everyone's looking at all the playoff 
playoff races, all the scenarios, staying up pretty late doing that at night uh, after all the games get done. So, um, you know, I think it'll be another exciting finish to the year, and I know we're all real excited uh, to see, you know, how things shake out because I really think, you know, the eight teams that make the tournament, I really feel like any of them can win. And I, I think BC's coming on at the right time with Milner. Um, other than that, you know, I, I really feel like um, that's what makes it so exciting is the, the possibility of so many teams having a chance to win, to, to earn the automatic berth at the Garden. Well, with regard to home ice, uh, it looks like it's now down to a five-team race. I think UNH was eliminated with Providence's loss this afternoon, so we're down to five teams that uh, four of those five will, will get home ice and one of them will go on the road, right? Yeah, and, you know, I think um, obviously the main the main Merrimack kind of rivalry, a little uh, mini rivalry that's been created is, is is a pretty cool one, in my opinion. Um, yeah, that ends up being another quarterfinal series. Uh, that could be, could, could be epic. Um, you know, and I think, obviously, the UMass Northeastern kind of battle for the last spot uh, kind of seems to be the way it's headed right now. So, uh, obviously, UMass, I believe last time I checked, was up on UNH tonight. So, I think both of those teams are going to come right down to the wire. Obviously, Merrimack has UMass for a home-and-home home next weekend. So, um, both teams, it'll be meaningful for both teams next weekend as well. Well, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned Notre Dame's coming in. I mean, I have to ask you the question. I know there's been talk about would they be a 12-team. Uh, well, I guess what kind of talks are taking place right now? Is there any sort of a timetable where you'd look to, to add that 12 team? Yeah, I don't I don't know if we're in a rush to do anything right now. Um, you know, obviously UConn seems to be a natural fit for us, but you know, the, with being in playoff mode right now, uh, we haven't really done a whole lot with that. Um, I, I think we would like to add a 12 team, though. I think it would kind of uh, balance things out and round things out in terms of a playoff format and uh, you know and things like that. So, so we're pretty much looking at when, when Notre Dame comes in uh, the year after next, uh, the league schedule is going to drop, I guess, to let, let's say Notre Dame at that point. It's only Notre Dame being added to the league, so there's only 11 teams. The league schedule is going to drop from 27 to 20, right? I think that I think that's the plan as of right now. Um, you know, obviously, for some teams, it's a little more concerning to find uh, home games than others. So. You know, you go from your non-conference schedule from, I think it's seven right now. That would jump to, yeah. So for some schools, it might be a little bit more difficult. But also for the fans, you're going to see a lot more teams that you haven't um, seen before. And then obviously you see Notre Dame as well. Um, so we think it's a, it injects some new life into the league. And, uh, you know, I, I think as a fan, you'll notice a difference um, seeing some, some more national teams on the schedule just we have to fill those seven extra games. Right. I mean, I felt for a while that, I mean, there aren't a lot of non-league games that can approach the, the importance or the intensity of a league game. It's almost like, I mean, whoever you play in the league, two points are on the line. Whenever two points are on the line, it's the, it just seems to be that much bigger. So the, the fact that now, well, you're looking at 20 out of 34 games are going to be league games. So you're going to have a lot of games there that might, to some teams, not mean quite as much as a league game. Yeah, I think that... Um, you know, I think two is the right number. I think it makes the most sense in terms of how many times you play each other. I think the familiarity the last couple of years. <laughs> uh, I was just watching the kiss cam up here on the scoreboard. <laughs> um, 
you know, I think I think two is a good number. You can kind of tell, by the way, when they show people that aren't like a, a couple. I'll never forget last year when uh, I think it was Gustav Nyquist and uh, Tanner House. They pretended to kiss on the bench. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but getting back to what we talked about, I think that I think the coaches want the twenty. Uh, at least in my, from what I've heard, you know, I think. Um, you know, it, it makes sense, and I think uh, you know having Notre Dame is is just going to raise the awareness of our league. Um, you know, to, at least in my opinion, to an all-time high with the NBC Sports Network coverage they're going to bring, and um, you know, I just think everyone's going to benefit from it. In my opinion, playoffs. Uh, would you do you expect that it'll remain the, the, the format the way that it is with the top eight making the playoffs? I mean, there's there's been a couple ideas tossed around where everyone makes the playoffs or. Uh, you know, you add another round, and um, you know the top four teams would get a bye. There's, there's so many different. Uh, I we, we really haven't necessarily been able to agree on anything yet. Um, but you know, this time of year, you can't match. You know, when I come to, a, I get so excited when I come to games at this time of year. It's, it's just different. You know what I mean? And, and I can't really describe it, but you know, it's, uh, it's a pretty exciting thing to be a part of, especially. Um, you know, when, when you get into the quarterfinal round and then get to the garden, you know, everyone's just, you know, the, the attention is more, everyone's just ramping things up, and, you know, I think um, when you come to the, to the rink as a fan, you, you notice the atmosphere in the building. All right, Pete, I want to thank you for coming on, the Director of Public Relations for Hockey East, and uh, talking about get, coming down the stretch here. Uh, tickets, I know, for the Hockey East semifinals and the finals at the Garden are still available through Ticketmaster and HockeyEastOnline.com, so we'll encourage folks to check that out as well as the Hockey East website, HockeyEastOnline.com. And Pete, once again, thanks for being with us. All right, thank you for having me. All right, that's Pete Soros has been our guest. The score after two, it's Merrimack 1, UMass Lowell 1. Pete, thank you.